thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 38 How can my muse want subject to invent, while thou dost breathe, that pour'st into my verse thine own sweet argument, too excellent for every vulgar paper to rehearse? Oh, give thyself the thanks, if aught in me worthy perusal stand against thy sight, for who's so dumb that cannot write to thee, when thou thyself dost give invention light? But though... But be... Be thou. Be thou the, the tenth muse. That's the one. Be thou the tenth muse, ten times more in worth than those old nine which rhymers invocate. And he that calls on thee, let him bring forth eternal numbers to outlive long date. If my slight muse do please these curious days, the pain be mine, but thine shall be the praise. That was Sonnet 38 with, with me getting a tiny bit lost. Uh, that was of Shakespeare's sonnets. I should say Shakespeare wrote these. The dude, you know, wrote all the plays. That's the one. Um, you know who I'm talking about. Old Billy. Old Bill. Old Bill Shakespeare. Best friend to everyone. He had a dog named Spot. Maybe. <laughs> uh, I'm Mark Chasley, and thank you for joining us this week on Shakespeare's sonnets. I'm joined, as always, by the the giggly. I'm going to call him giggly this time. Thierry Healers. Well, I am quite giggly now. You. I, I think it's the lack of sleep and too much caffeine in me <laughs> caffeine is wonderful i still haven't had i just want to point this out no one in this podcast knows but thierry knows i gave up fizzy drinks uh four weeks ago yesterday and i haven't had any and and it's killing me slowly is what's happening i need i think i think it's saving your life slowly <laughs> <laughs> i need fizzy i went to the pub for a pub lunch today and i was like well, what do you want i was like i want a orange juice and fizzy water please <laughs> which doesn't count as a fizzy drink unless you put 16 teaspoons of sugar in it which i don't don't sugar's lovely sugar's the best thing that happened to the world i know it brought about slavery and stuff like that but if you take that away, it's quite good. It's like the Nazis it's, got us it, to the it, moon. It also destroys teeth and it, yeah, it, makes you fat. And Yeah, but but I mean, fatness just means you don't pay for as much heating in the winter. And, and <laughs> teeth, who really needs teeth? I mean, let's face it, if you're the kind of person like me who eats, drinks lots and lots of fizzy drink, you're kind of the person who eats McDonald's burgers and chips and they don't really need to be chewed. You can uh, kind of just yeah, gum God. them. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, Sonnet 38. <laughs> I just had a really bad advertising campaign in my head for elderly people by McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's, the muck paste. You don't need to put your teeth in. <laughs> the muck paste. All the goodness and flavour of the muck, muck mac, whatever it's called. Now mushed up and easy to use tubes. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> <laughs> oh I got to write that sketch that would be awesome <sighs> you could see them handing it over in like colostomy bag looking <laughs> things and you just kind of uh... cut the corner off and squidge it into your mouth <sighs> <laughs> Sonic 38 Sonic 38 is, is, is has got quite a lot of Greek Greek influence. It's talking about the muses, and we we talked about the muses many, many, many sonnets ago. And how my one fact I know about the muses is one of them annoyed Zeus. Not a good thing to do. And um, he took away 
their eternal youth, but not their eternal life. So one of the nine muses is very, very, very old, and all the others are still eternally young, which is quite a cool punishment. Um, so there are nine of them, and they each have... We looked into this, I think you looked into this last time, and there was like one of musical poems and one of of hunting poems and something like that. Yeah, there, there's different muses for different poetry. So, So Shakespeare in this is saying that he doesn't need those muses because they always... Uh, how can my muse want subject to invent? So how how can these muses want him to make something up when the fair youth does breathe and paused into his verse thine own sweet argument too excellent for every vulgar paper to rehearse? The idea that just looking upon the, the fair youth makes poetry flow out of everyone I think is a lovely, lovely way to look at it. You're nodding. You're nodding. You're in agreement. I, um, yeah. <laughs> I nodded and then I went, eh, it's sound. People can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. We, we, maybe we should do a, a special video one at some point. But I, I did have, I do another podcast, um, on Thursday nights, which you can watch live. It's a video podcast about electric cars. And, and it's released as a video and as a video podcast and as an audio one. And every now and then I get people contacting me when they've watched the audio one and then one week tune in to watch the live version where they get video and the comments are usually like, you're far hairier than I expected you to be. And it's like, yes, yes, I am. (laughs) I'm not, I mean, I've never known you other than this, so I'm not quite sure how people would imagine you. I do every now and then, like, I, I don't, cut my hair i hate having my hair cut so what generally happens like like two years ago when i started to get ill i decided not to cut my hair because my my face i was yellow and having a yellow scalp really doesn't look that good so i decided to just let it grow and i've just let my hair grow since then so my hair has never been cut in two years and it's now like it is now and then in probably in about six months time i'll get fed up and i go off with a number two razor and then i'll do all the same again so I'm kind of on like a two and a half year cycle with hair. That's how it works for me. But I can't. Why? Why am I talking about my hair? I'm not sure. Sorry, people. That's we should go back to music. We should go back to music. Muses. Shakespeare. Bill. What? Yes. That. The, the reason we're doing this. Um. I. I quite like the, my favorite line is this: "Is for who's so dumb that cannot write to thee when thy when thou thyself dost give invention light." I uh, and. I just like the idea of, you know, you have a good idea and the light bulb appears above your head and that, that's the fair muse. He gives, he gives you that idea. And I, I love who's so dumb that cannot write to thee. So who, who, there can't be a person alive who doesn't look at you and want to write poetry. I, I think it's, uh, it's a lovely. I can't think of a nicer thing. If someone said that to me, I couldn't think of a nicer thing they could say other than... I'm here naked with pizza. That would be quite a nice thing for someone to say. Unless they have boobs. Not unless they have boobs, that's true. That would then be scary. I mean, it might get into the tomato sauce. That would be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Too much information there. I do... I I find it quite interesting that he mentions the 10th muse on line 9. Yeah. And the old 9 on line 10. Yes, so he's he's. I'm not quite sure why he switched it around. So he's the tenth muse. The fair youth would be the tenth muse. But he mentions it on line nine of the sonnet. If you count them out, okay. 
the tenth muse is on line nine, and then he mentions the old nine muses on line ten. <laughs> I've... Which which I'm sure has some sort of meaning. <laughs> I'm but I don't know what. Uh, I would if if this was a proper English class accuse you of maybe reading slightly too much into that myself. I just because possibly <laughs> I don't know. It, it does seem a bit coincidental, I guess, but I don't know if it means anything. I, I have no backing up for this sonnet, by the way, because the if anyone follows us along on Wikipedia, Wikipedia has no notes on this sonnet at all. It, it just says, uh, it's one of the sonnets written by William Shakespeare. It's a member of the Fair Youth sequence in which the lyric subject expresses its love towards a young man. That's it. That's all the information it has. And even on the talk page, on the talk wow. page, no one has written on the talk page. Although the P was nominated for deletion. Oh, that's really sad. <laughs> how how awful is that? Just I love it if that's the only sonnet that, that wasn't on Wikipedia because they voted to delete it. No, we don't like this one. Let's delete it from history. It never existed. The the, the interesting, I guess, this. Sonnet has to be quite, as we would call it, modern in modern world. And if you've watched Community, you will know this word a lot. But it's quite meta in the sense that it's Shakespeare writing a sonnet about the muses who inspire sonnets. So it's quite meta in that sense. And and in in today's world, if you did that, the equivalent is making a movie about people attempting to make a movie it's that kind of one step back so it's meta which which does happen quite a lot yes but to to the point where it's annoying yeah it it, it can be done badly very easily i think yeah yeah whereas this definitely isn't bad this is nice i like this on it and very easy to read this is another one that's quite easy to read and he does have quite a nice i i Quite a few nice images. I like the uh, thine own sweet argument too excellent for every vulgar paper to rehearse. Yeah. Which I find is very, very... Is it... I'm not sure if it... It's not a nice image. It's a, it's a good image. I'm not... I'm not 100% I get it. Because how can... I don't understand how paper can be vulgar or rehearse. That's that's where I get confused on that line. It's the... Um, I, I, I read it as... Um, you read a paper at a conference, the paper is more the, the content than the, the actual sheet of... Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's that's the way I read it. And the rehearse bit? To rehearse? That's odd. Thine own sweet argument, yeah. too excellent for every vulgar paper to rehearse. Maybe he just needed some more syllables. <laughs> I need three more syllables! I'm going to put in jellyfish. No, no, that doesn't fit at all. Uh, to rehearse, yes, that'll work. I uh, Actually, that must be an argument too excellent for every vulgar paper to rehearse. I, uh, maybe it means to repeat. Oh, that would make sense. I'm wondering if a rehearse had an... It's rehearsing is, but if you rehearse something, you just go over it again and again and again. Yes, and if you say thy own sweet argument, too excellent for every, so it's it's too excellent for 
to, to write it all over and over and over again. It's yeah, to to too, too exquisite to, to to retell or recite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I there's a I'm guessing a, a lesser used meaning uh, is is to retell or recite. Yeah. Damn. That, Might have been common at Shakespeare's time. Damn that Shakespeare being all clever. Just using English from 400 years ago and making life complicated for everyone. This is why school kids hate him. He, he should have been more up to the time, more up to date. <laughs> he should have been writing it in text speak. Oh, those people. Those people who go through and rewrite Shakespeare in text speak or happens a lot with the Bible. Every every year or so, you'll get a story about so-and-so pasture from Southern America has decided to increase the youth understanding of the Bible by writing the street Bible. And it always has Jesus going, God. Jesus hanging out with his hose, and oh, it's awful. <laughs> it's, they are truly cringeworthy because it's some sixty-year-old priest who's only ever been exposed to TV representations of youth speak, and the kids at his, you know, youth group that the church runs. Who, let's face it, young Christian kids who go to those kind of things, not really representative of the wider youth community, yeah, yeah. and and they become. God awful, but hilarious to read. I'm quite tempted to go get. Well, I'm not going to pay money for it, but I'm quite tempted to maybe go to the library and see if they have one. Oh, they almost certainly will. I, it's worth a look. I think I'm doing a quick search now for Amazon Street Bible. <laughs> Let, let's let's see. There must be the Street Bible. Amazon. Here we go. Unless this is going to be a Bible about streets. No, engage in new translation. How do I look inside? There must be a look inside. There, there usually is. You, you talk. You talk about the sonnet while I find. Uh, Apparently, there is a correlation between ten and nine. The, the bit that I said earlier. It says um, Shakespeare uh, pushes back the old nine muses to the tenth line and makes them useless, hmm. and raises the fair youth to the ninth. He's just basically all of them now. Oh, I missed that. Where's that? Where's that? Sorry, the the bit I said earlier. With uh, uh, when thou thyself no wait be thou the tenth muse ten times more in worth than uh, than those in old nine which rhymes invocate yeah and he swap where I said he's the tenth muse but he's on line nine yes yeah and the old nine are on line ten apparently that means that Shakespeare has pushed the old nine muses into uselessness <laughs> and he's he's raised the fair youth to just basically be all the muses now that's see I wouldn't have figured that out in in a million years but i i like the fact that someone has i I found a quote from the street bible this is uh the street bible by rob lacey um which is apparently an engaging new translation of the bible into the language of the city rob lacey reworks the metaphors situations and speech patterns of the bible into create a real impact on the modern urban reader Uh, 2002 so it's a little out of date but it's got genesis 1.1 First off, nothing. No light, no time, no substance, no matter. Second off, God starts it all and whap! Stuff everywhere. <laughs> That's Genesis 1.1 in the Street Bible. Wow. See, I love these that's, things. That's, I would have enjoyed RE so much more. <laughs> and technically, there is a belief, and I can't remember who postulated it. It might be uh, St. Thomas Aquinas or, or um, the other one, beginning with A, Augustus. I can't remember which one. Um, who postulated that 
The Bible can never be wrong, even if it's translated, because God guides the translations. Because it's God's word, it can never be infallible. It's infallible. It can never be wrong. Therefore, all translations must be true. Therefore, a street Bible is still the word of God, according to uh, some scholar somewhere that I studied at one point. So, yes, it is a legitimate Bible. So go out and buy it. Why not? Give Rob Lacey some money. Or, or... Don't do that. Download it somewhere online for free. It's naughty. But then donate us the money. That would that would be good. You're giggling. But... Yes. Send, send us your money. You're giggling, but I got a bill from Amazon the other day for, for my S3 storage and, and data. And, and, and this cost me over a dollar. Over a dollar for all the, all the informations we've sent out there into the World Wide Web. Over, over a, dollar. a dollar. That's... I know. It's it's I mean this truly is a work of love. <laughs> it's just it is. I suffer for my art. I do. <laughs> just just hope that it doesn't become popular and we'll have the hundreds and thousands of downloads. You'll just <laughs> uh, if that happens, um I would love it. That would be an awesome problem to have. If I suddenly get a bill from Amazon for thousands of pounds, I I will be very upset but also very, very happy. And at that point, I'm sure we can get someone to sponsor us, and and we'd completely remain impartial yeah, while yeah. sitting here drinking Coca-Cola <laughs> or, or, Pepsi. or Pepsi. I'm quite happy with Pepsi as long as it's Pepsi Max or Pepsi Normal. Pe- Diet Pepsi smells like old socks, and I don't like that. I just it's it's too sweet for me. Every time I go to Weatherspoons and I go, "Can I have a?" Co- oh no, you do Pepsi. No, no, I'll have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's their evil plan to drive people towards alcohol. But it's just, uh, I'll just fill it up with ice so it's just watered down. It's just too sweet. It's good. It's good. More sugar, the better. I put extra sugar in. (laughs) I don't. I don't. I really don't. But I could. Oh, you would be happy in Southern America, in uh, the the Southern states, rather. (laughs) And they drink sweet tea. It's. For, uh... For that reason, yes. For for being chased for all the other yeah, stuff, maybe not yeah, so be, much. Be, yeah, being a gay in the southern states might not be a good idea. No, although apparently some some areas of Texas are actually quite accepting. In in the state of Texas, are actually quite accepting. So I've heard. Wow. I know. I don't quite believe it, but but. Yeah, maybe it's just just it's a trap to get you there, and then you'll be <laughs> lynched. And... It's a trap, and as you step off the plane, you notice everyone's wearing KKK uniforms. It's like, oh crap! And you're there with your rainbow T-shirt and 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 matching him and him. <laughs> oh, we're here! I can't do a camp voice. How annoying is that? I wish I could. I can't also. I also can't mince properly. It just doesn't work. If we do have any listeners in Texas, we 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 are sorry. Um, unless you are members of the KKK, in which case, I was going to say good for you then, but I can't actually bring myself to say it. Yeah, no, bad KKK, bad. Just, just and they yeah. didn't sponsor Marlboros or whatever that urban myth is. Just to clear that up. Anyway, we're <laughs> so really bad on Sonnet. Sonnet, Sonnet thirty-eight. You read read us out before we start talking about racism or something like that, and we'll be here for hours. I think we yeah. Sonnet thirty-eight. How can my muse want subject to invent while thou the 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 the
Deep, deep breaths. Breathe. Deep breaths. <laughs> oh god. Sonnet thirty-eight. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is known in the industry as corpsing. He's just giving himself. I, I don't even know why. <laughs> it just oh. Would it help if I turn off my webcam? Uh, and then you you can just do it on your own. It's it's fine, I can just about see you in the corner of my eye. Sonnet 38. How can my muse want subject to... (laughs) (laughs) Why? There are people listening to this going, it's not difficult, just read it. Uh, I I, I think I can finally understand actors now who just can't do their line for about an hour and everything just breaks down. (laughs) When, When she start giggling, it's very hard to stop. Sonnet 38. How can my muse want subject to invent, while thou dost breathe, that pourest into my verse, thine own sweet argument, too excellent for every vulgar paper to rehearse? Oh, give thyself the thanks, if aught in me, worthy perusal, stand against thy sight, for who so dumb that cannot write to thee, when thou thyself dost give invention light? Be thou the tenth muse, ten times more in worth than those old nine which rhymes in Vic... Ah, oh, nearly, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> just, just go from there, it's fine, it's fine. No one's noticed And those old... Be thou the tenth muse, ten times more in worth than those old nine which rhymes invocate. And he that calls on thee, let him bring forth eternal numbers to unlive long date. If my slight muse do please these curious days, the pain be mine, but thine shall be the praise. Flawless. Absolutely flawless. That was uh, Sonnet 38 out of Shakespeare's Sonnets. Thank you for joining us again this week. I've been Mark Chasley, and you can follow me on Twitter at Nufkin. And I've been Thierry Hillis, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. Awesome. We shall see you again next time for Sonnet number 39. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Shakespeare Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.